Hello and welcome to another episode of The Quantum Woman. I'm your host, Shamina Taylor. In today's episode, we're going to answer one of the listeners' questions was, how do you start your business? And um, what are the pitfalls to avoid? And um, what would you know first step be and whatnot? I feel personally, this is my experience, um, and this is just how I built my business, is that there has to be a clear um, vision for the business. Like you have a clear vision, but also a clear vision for the business. You know, what do you want to accomplish in your business? What do you want this business to do in the world, right? And there has to be something that's there that this business is going to do. Like, what is the message that you're going to be bringing out with this business? I think a lot of the times when I see people starting businesses, they're they're, they're looking for something that they're going to get rich quick with, or they're, how is this going to turn over a profit? How am I going to make money with this? And, you know, that's not good or bad or right or wrong. I just know that when there's a bigger why behind why you're starting your business, it, there's going to be a different energy that's behind it. And again, I'm teaching from just my experience, but I found that when you have your heart into a business and you have, there's a deeper meaning there, you're going to want to see that business grow in a different way. You're going to be in love with it. It's not going to feel like work to you. It's going to be an extension of what's going on within you that's going on around you. And especially when you're a service provider, um, you know, um, and say like self-development or even as a doctor or as an attorney or whoever you are, interior designer, real estate agent, there should be a reason why you're in that field. You know, Um, there should be something that's driving you behind just being and showing up every day in that profession. And for me personally, when I started this business, I was leaving the practice of law because I had a calling that came to me, something that said, Hey, you know, there's, there's something else that you're supposed to do in this world. And I struggled. I struggled with it um, a lot because it was like, hey, I've got this $250,000 education here. And um, hello, everybody would love to be an attorney. Like, what, what are you doing? Right. Um, but I knew there was something bigger. And I, and I struggled with it because I'm like, can you have can you have two things that you're really good at or two callings in a lifetime? Could there be two things that you you know, you came here to do, and, and I realized there could be multiple things, you know, there could be multiple things, what you came here to do. And sometimes people go through phases where they're doing, you know, a different, a different thing in their life, and they go and do another thing. And I feel like that's the progression of where my life was. And if you have listened to my story, you know, that I had an awakening, and I knew that there was something bigger. I couldn't see it at the time 10 years ago, when I started transitioning. But I see it now so clearly, like, oh, and I keep seeing it clearer and clearer as I'm showing up, like there's something greater and greater, greater I'm supposed to be doing. So when I started the business, I had zero monies, zero, zero, nothing, nothing. And um, all I had was a little bit of space in my credit card. You know, I was uh, newly um, divorced and I had to figure out what the heck I was going to do. And I had this struggle, like, do I go back and practice law and or what do I do? I had some money that I could play with. I had a little bit of time where I could figure things out. And I knew that um, my insides needed to be in alignment for me to go forward because I, I had a lot of disconnection. I probably, you know, I wanted to start doing something earlier. And I remember I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to this now. But then, you know, spirit was like, sit down. Like you need to process, you need to learn some more. You need to clear some more. And, you know, and then I got to the point where like, oh, I'm ready now. And when I was ready, I just like, in one of the previous episodes, I just took action. I just 
you know, I made a Facebook post and I said, Hey, reach out to me. You know, if you, if this resonates with you and you'd like some help, I had no idea what coaching was or what mentoring was. I never considered myself a coach. I always considered myself a mentor because I felt like whoever I was leading was going to be somebody that was like in a similar path and a slimmer, similar storyline. You know, they, they, they had similar um, experiences in life and they just looking for someone to be a flashlight, like, okay, where we go next? How do I get there? And so that's why I picked, you know, that the title of mentor and um, so I had no money and I, but I had a phone. Um, I had my experiences. Um, at this point I had done almost five years of internal work and, um, it still wasn't done. It still never is completely, but I got into a place where I feel very, very good. And I just took action. I figured what I knew at that time was enough to lead somebody else out of where they were to where I could get them. Now I sold the program, made some money. Sold another program, made some money, mentored a couple of people, learned a lot, realized I didn't what, what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. And then I had to regroup. And then I went back out again and I did it again. But I made it, I made a clear plan for myself. What programs did I want to teach and create? What part of my journey was it that I wanted to do? And so I created my business from zero, right? And sometimes it was negative zero. But I took that money and then I reinvested it back into myself and then in my business, maybe purchasing programs to create landing pages like ClickFunnels or to, um, you know, get a membership for Canva when, you know, the free one wasn't enough or to start investing in certain business programs or to start, you know, working on my email list, um, you know, with active campaign and different things. So I started taking that money and reinvesting back in mentors and then in, in business programs. And then I eventually grew. What I didn't do was I didn't put myself um, in a place of taking out a loan for my business. I did put things on credit cards because in my mind, this is how I justified it. That when we go to school, sometimes we do get a student loan. And I figured this was like a new type of school. I had to figure out how to run, how to figure out this online space. What I also did was I just showed up with my phone and my voice and I had to like do it scared. And I had to just share what I knew and make mistakes along the way, but take some action. And so for someone starting a business right now, I feel like I wouldn't put yourself wildly in debt until you know that you have a viable offer first. I would figure out one really solid offer that you know that you can get a client result with. And whatever that is, even if you're starting your own medical clinic, right? Like what is it, how are you going to serve that client? You know, if you're going to be an attorney, what area of law are you going to, you know, um, serve and, uh, and support your clients coming in? You know, I feel like one of the things that I really help women a lot with when they come work with me, um, and people call this niching down, which whatever the case is, you could still have different parts of your message, to be quite honest with you. Or you could have different things that you help clients with, but it's like, who do you want to work with, right? It's super, super important. But knowing that one offer is going to be wildly successful, then you'll know if, if it, it'll work. You'll know if it's something you want to scale. You'll know if it's something that you want to keep doing. And so I would keep putting something out there until you start seeing some success with it. And then I wouldn't start, you know, hiring too many people or doing too many. I've seen women do this all the time where they put themselves in such incredible debt where they're following, you know, one mentors, um, you know, I almost did this too myself when I hired this mentor, but, and, and, and I got really great results from just her, her talking to me, but not maybe her program, but um you know, just meeting her in person one day, like that, that was, that was really valuable, but, you know, 
creating a, a, an ecostructure of having all of these systems in place in the background when you don't even know if what you have works. So that's the first step is just see, do, are you clear on your message? Are you clear on, on who you want to serve? Are you clear on how you want to serve them? Are you clear on what kind of offers you want to provide? Are you clear on how you want to deliver those offers? How do you want to support those offers? How do you want to move forward? And, you know, until I was able to build my own data bank for a portal, we call it the quantum um, vault, until I was able to put all those programs in one spot, I used like Kajabi or something else, but there's, there's free spaces. You can put stuff on YouTube and just make it private and create your programs there. I think a lot of people think they have to go super fancy to start, but really you just have to start, but also be mindful about how you're running your business. Keep track of your expenses, know where your money's going. You know, one thing Oprah said is she's like, I sign all of my checks. She knows where her money's going. You want to be a good steward of your money. You want to know where all your money's going, you know, um, watch YouTube. You know, I have a program called the quantum uh, CEO and it's, uh, it's going to be out this year and it'll be a great start for somebody who's looking to start their business. I basically going to break down what I did. And, um, if you can, if you can step into those shoes and, and do what I did, you'll, you know, you can have some success. Now it's really important that people understand though, that, um, you don't need to buy a program right away. If you have the money to do it, great, but you can still do a lot of trial and errors. Watch YouTube, see what people are doing online, break it down, try something, see if that works. But don't don't think that you have to create something that is, um, you know, I remember one time my friend's like, you need a systems person. I'm like, I don't even have any systems. Like, you have systems. I'm like, no, I don't really. I, I have a, here's my offer. I'm going to do it in a Facebook group. And that was it. I have systems now in my business. I did have somewhat of a system, but I didn't need to hire a systems person at the time. So, you know, I went and spent $5,800 on a storyteller, which was, I want to say a waste of money, but it really wasn't because I met really great connections there. And, but I thought like I really needed to know my story. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, your story, you know, what parts of your story you want to share, right? Just start just treating it like, it is a real business. That's my number one thing when you're starting. Don't treat it like a habit. Don't wake up and start at three o'clock. You know, have select times in your day where you're going to work on your business. It's super important that you treat it like it is a business when you're starting it. Also, if you have a day job and um, you have income coming from it, I would use that as the investment portion for your business. You know, find carve out some other time in your day to work on your business because you have this flow of money coming in a lot of times I did it like the hard way. Okay. Cause I was, I, I was like, okay, this is where, you know, it, it's gotta, it's gotta work right now. And I gotta say, sometimes that works too. Cause when your back is up against the wall, you're going to figure out how to make it work if you are capable of doing that. And sometimes when we have a safety net, we don't go all the way in. So there's pluses and minuses of, um, you know, how you're going to do this. Just if you're if you're going for it, just know that you don't have to buy all the bells and whistles to start, though. You can start an online business as long as you've got something that's valuable that you can give a client a result with. Um, you know, go ahead and do it. I hope this was some value to you. I have a lot of business questions coming through. Um this podcast, we're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about energetics. We're going to talk about emotional mastery. We're going to talk about wealth, wealth consciousness. It is um big conversations that women um, are going to you know, be having. I just know that if you have this desire to go make an impact in the world um, and you want to make money doing it, it is open and available for you. 
And just because you see other people doing something in the field already, or you see how well they're doing it, doesn't mean that you can't come on the scene and also have a banger and also be somebody who's going to know something and, and show up, you know, um, you see singers all the time. There's like not all the singers that have are singing have have sung all the songs. You know, there's going to be new artists that are on the scene. You know, think about it that way. You're like a new artist on the scene. You're 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 someone new coming in. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. You're an artist coming on the scene. But just know that be smart. If you don't have any business background, then take a business course. It is I highly highly recommend that. I had a business degree. I'd run many businesses before, and I still had things to learn about running this business. But I wasn't going to let that hold me back from starting, you know, just just be weary and mindful of what you're investing your money and time into and who you are and what kind of debt you're putting yourself into. I personally don't believe taking out a big mortgage is the way to start a business or to hire a mentor or anything like that. Um, I don't believe that, um, you know, you should be. Um, Hiring somebody that's at a really, really, really high rate when you're starting, unless you have some business sense, because who you are right now starting might not be the same person you are later on, but maybe they might have a program you can take. So when later on, you might be more equipped to take on that mentorship, but right now you just need something to get started. So that would be my advice to you. Okay. If you enjoyed this podcast and you think someone else could really um, enjoy it, please share it with them. Also, if you're, you know, want to leave me a review that, um, you enjoyed this, go ahead, please. If you have any feedback or more questions you want me to answer, I would be happy to do that. If you are looking to start your online business, um, or you're looking to start any any business or you want to amplify your business and your messaging, your voice, I am really good at that and client selection and the advertising. I'm going to talk about that more. Look for my program, the Quantum CEO. Um, and if you want to just get more into my world, go download my wealth meditation at shaminataylor.com. And I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.